This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And, uh the end of the game Derby County came to town big spending Derby County you've been spending a lot less recently so instead of signing players at 50 and 60 grand a week they're probably on about 30 and 25 grand a week so Derby came down today to Griffin Park um, to see if they can uh, get themselves some points on the table against the mighty mighty bees who've got a fantastic win against Bolton on Saturday it might have only been Bolton but you can only play the team that's put in front of you and uh, the Bees did fantastically on Saturday. Three brilliant goals, all long-range shots. Today, we had a different task. We had to break down 18-man derby. I think they must have had Livermen on the pitch, and also half their bench as well was, on the, was behind the ball at once. We had to try and break them down. wasn't pretty to watch. Rowett, we know all about his football when Birmingham City used to come down here. was a little bit difficult on the eye, it has to be said. And today again... We found it difficult, didn't we, to break down Derby County? Yeah, we did. Um, I mean, we're looking at half-time, 84% possession. It's just unheard of, and yet never really looked like scoring. And I, I don't know, I feel a little bit flat after that. Delighted to get the, you know, the goal at the end, the point that, that clearly we deserve. But for all that possession and all that, we just don't look cutting-edge enough still. And I sometimes think we have to worry. When we say we played well, do we mean we played good football or do we play well? I didn't, I didn't think we did enough to win that game. And really, it was there for the taking, for all Derby spending. I didn't really think that they looked particularly good and they weren't particularly ambitious. As you say, they put 27 men back behind the ball and the only time they really went forward again was when we, when we equalised and they thought they might try and nick the game. So I wasn't very impressed with Derby, but I still think we need to do a little bit more. Yeah, interesting you say, I mean, it was there for the taking. Interesting, like you said, we had 84% at one stage in possession. Everyone knows that stats mean nothing. You know, Derby fan, um, the Punjabi Rams boys text me over and said there's only one stat that matters. They're 1-0 up, they're one shot, one goal, even though we had 84% possession. But the interesting thing is that we've had games where we've been slightly slightly different. We've probably been 60% possession or 55 or 63% possession, but we've been much better than that. We've had cutting-edge chances, goal, the goalkeepers pulled off saves, hit the post, all that kind of stuff. Completely different, and this is interesting because it's almost like we were trying to pass around their 42 man wall today. You know, the whole time, yeah, we had the ball, we were trying to pass around it. And to me, it seems like, you know, having that man to actually kind of run through, cut through, um, uh, you know, be taken down or whatever he needs to be done, we kind of lack that sort of creative player to come through and say, Tell you something, Derby, we're just going to take you on, what are you going to do about it? 
yeah, I think that's the first game really where you can see where how much you miss someone like Yotta and you know recalling his performance where he, he ripped Keo a new one last year. Who, you know the guy still looked like he was having jitters on the pitch today, and you miss that spark. And Sawyer's tried to provide it. You know he's one of the few that does try and do something. Didn't always come off for him, but he does try and open up the defence and do something a bit different. And I guess that's the same reason why they brought on McCracken to at least try and open it up because you know possession, possession stats are a little bit misleading when they actually sat back and let us have the ball for you know large periods, particularly in the first half after they scored. And we're going backwards across the goal, backwards across the goal. And I think yeah, yeah, absolutely misleading. It's the cutting edge that we need. But you know, onwards and upwards. It's another point. It's four points out of the last six. Um, this, this, the season's you know getting going now, isn't it? But I still think we should win games like that. So I've got the Punjabi Rams. I've got the Derby boys, and well, no girls amongst you, but all boys in the house. And the Rams here today seem very proud. But as we passed, somebody turned around to us and said that Derby style of football was anti-football. That, 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 that weren't particularly nice to watch today, though. You must admit. Bill, it wasn't nice to watch, but it's not anti-football. You, you, we just had to play the game, didn't we? You guys were playing football. We had to defend. We were set up to get you on the counter. That's why we turned up with Lawrence and Bennett on the wings. I mean, I, I don't know what our match game plan was today, to be honest. You, had, you did have... A, we counted that you had a, at least 19 or 20 people behind the ball today. Mate... The second half, when the ball was at your end, we were joking at half-time, okay, we're not going to see the ball. I think we saw the ball two or three times. I mean, to be fair, Brentford, and they need to get on the marketing tip now, because if they had actually sold some binoculars down your end, they would have made some money. Nah, not having that. <laughs> Defensive display, mate. The Italians would be watching that, saying, what a great defensive you had all that ball though but you didn't really generate a lot you had that pitter-patter football outside yeah, no, we said, we, we, and we agree with you we said that as well out of all the games that we play this is probably one of the games ironically with the most possession and the least chances that we created but you know against at home and we need to talk, break down I mean Rowett we know him he does it all the time he comes down there big players defensive players kicking the ball up in the air and um for Brentford we need to get around this you know what I'm saying mate I don't know what's happened to you guys because last season Brentford always play nice football whenever we've been down here even when you come up to ours nice football but Tom Tom it's, it's a bit weird because it was a deflated away end before the game you said one all taking a point because we really didn't expect a lot but I think it's just the nature of our performance we just seem to lack a bit of ideas no energy in midfield poor Tom Huddleston I mean I've got nothing against Tom but too many wayward passes today not really in it that lad in midfield for you the number 15 is it um, Woods nice tidy little everyone everyone seems to like Woods he's, he's up from he's up from up your way as well he's a Midlands boy as well living in Stafford oh really so me probably missed out on all the Birmingham clubs and probably fell in that gap and you guys have scooped him up but you know what, it was a bit I mean there was about 10 yellow cards today or something as well the ref had a mare we should have had a few more free kicks outside your box maybe your man should have got sent off as well though who, first off who wisdom man you guys are on it then I mean what could I what could say like is you boys played nice football but didn't do enough I don't think to take the win you had a lot of possession but didn't do enough with the possession that's what we did when we had Paul Clement we had a lot of possession but didn't do anything with it 
Possession does not win you football. It's not winning football, but we shall see at the end of the day. The, the Rams in the house, drink it up the place, you know what I'm saying? You go for it. Oh, listen, we're still, we've still got the points down us now and uh, starting to feel a little bit better after that. Uh, you and me were discussing as we were walking down to the to the boozer here, gagging for a pint because we knew that we needed to get a beer in to uh, to relax ourselves. Not that we need a beer to relax ourselves, but that was rather frustrating, wasn't it? And that was an incredibly frustrating game. Uh, I walked away thinking that was like one of the worst performances I've seen offensively in uh, I can't think when but I've just spent a bit of time speaking to the Derby fans sorry what, what, worst performance by who? by Brentford of, offensively having basically effectively a training game for 70 minutes and we showed no signs even a goal and not really many signs of scoring at all the goal seemed a bit listen Flojo had done a good bit of work on the left and he got the right reflection of Watkins fair play to him but even that didn't look like a goal and they've come to the pub now and I've seen the Derby fans looking ten times more impressed than we are. And I actually feel alright now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're looking pretty glum in the corner there. To be fair, they're not looking as glum as when we smashed them up 4-0 last, last season. No, but no. there's a lot of glumness going on. And as we spoke to the Rams there earlier on, they were saying they, they couldn't understand what their tactics were. They said that they cheered in the second half when they actually touched the ball like two or three times. And um, again, listen, not taking it away, but I remember them days back in, in, the, in the old third division when we used to be down there. And we used to be, you know, play games like that. And then we got the ball and we used to lay and the old gallows humour, wasn't it? Yeah, but it is a bit of a reality check. You, you've got Derby at home and, and they're cheering when they get a touch of the ball. So you have to, you have to remember how, well you, how far you've come. But from their point of view, to just speaking to a few Derby lads here who do look very upset and very down... So they've been tucked away in that Brook Road Wendy house. They haven't seen the ball the whole half. <laughs> and we brought Chris Meppham on. All right, no disrespect to the lads, but... Sorry, and could you explain people who's Chris Meppham? So Chris Meppham, the young lad, probably come from the youth system, maybe his third, fourth professional game ever that I've known of. He played one, he made his debut uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, he played in the FA Cup against Eastleigh, I think it was, so this yes. is his actual second he played, game. He played Norwich last week, didn't he? So maybe his third or fourth it's, game. But, second, but, second, second league match. Second league match. He's about ten years old. And he's a really young lad. And why wrote it with their striking prowess of Nugent, like he scored for England. We've got Chris Martin, who's done the business in the championship. We've got Vidra, who fired Watford to the championship. All this, why are they not thinking, at very least, let's attack this young man and, and, and with great chances? They showed absolutely no interest. It's, uh, it's a bit shocking, really, because they no, no, there's probably a counter attack and go in them, but they didn't want it, and, it, and to our benefit. I'm just going to come back to you. I've just come. I've just come back to this, right? You know. So we're talking about, um, you know, the bees today. I mean, the frustration that you've had in us not, not scoring. <laughs> We've asked this before, but is it down to confidence? Is it? You know, there's a lot of times when we we all went shoot. They didn't shoot, or was it the fact literally that there were so many bodies in front of them that they couldn't find a way through? Um, I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. I think the whole shoot thing. I'm sure the. Uh, I'm sure when Sawyer's gets the ball in space. It, 30 yards out I'm sure he's trained told not to do that because he's not historically somebody who's going to shoot the ball and he's not going to be um, the sort of person who's going to score for that distance uh, but as the season goes on the confidence is going to drain and that's where we are now we're, we're at a season where we're, we're at a point where five games in oh, we're unlucky seven games in oh, we're quite unlucky oh, well, ten games in or so it's actually maybe we're not that good and that's how I'm feeling as a fan 
that's probably creeping through the players. I looked on the pitch today and thought, who's going to really make something happen? I look at Woods. He didn't really have a good first half. A few passes went astray, which doesn't like him. And the, the rest of them really look like players that need something else to get them going. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard, mate. I'm not sure. Listen, we're just going to discuss here um, tweet from Brentford owner Matthew Benham and, and uh, Benham, he doesn't tweet a lot about the game sometimes, not really, but it's interesting he put out a sort of a proactive tweet there saying really ex- excellent performance tonight from a young, hungry side created the vast majority of the chances you know what I'm saying so that, I, mean, I thought that was really interesting that, he, uh, that he's put that out um, has he put it out because of, you know because of the reaction um, the reaction and then it's interesting because uh, I think the Moners must have been watching a different game as well was the tweet that he put out after that so that's the sort of kind of that's interesting that's a direct sort of kind of a direct little poke at people that are kind of having a go at the style of football that we're playing don't you think um, well that's for me like saying a few moments ago about maybe I'll as one as one single fan maybe started to lose the belief I had a few games ago that's almost him sort of trying to sort of say don't keep faith I'm seeing it one way I've got to say though and I'm a big fan of Benham and I, I like his I like everything about the, the guy to be honest but possession's one thing chances are another there were no chances tonight really there were a lot of, there were a lot of shots from range but there were no chances and Neil Mapai really had a he had a he, mate he was he, he may as well not play because he had no service this is they're not chances the way I see them right we've entered we've entered we've entered a frosty free zone here actually it's a frost oh no what's frosty what's frosty doing here frosty listen ah listen frosty frosty's 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 going on about his loyalty, but listen, your loyalty didn't buy us three points today, though, Frosty, did it? What was that? Your loyalty did not buy us three points today. I know. I thought the Derby defence was really, really good. I thought Barbe was excellent in the back. Very solid, classy defender. I thought we played really well. Medford came on and did a good job. So listen, what happened today, Frosty? Because look, Derby were there for the taking. They just kind of sat there. What they did is that they got, they came on the bus. They came on the bus. They drove it through the gates of Griffin Park down the tunnel and onto the pitch and they parked their bus on that pitch didn't they perfect explanation because that's him that's what he did for Birmingham the same coach what's his name the coach did exactly the same oh Rowett Birmingham City yes he did a good job he came there and getting that early goal was disastrous because that means he could sit back and I thought they were really good at, at their job and we couldn't frustrate them we couldn't beat them and I thought Morpé was so angry and a bad attitude at centre forward he should be moving better one thing I would say and I mean I know a lot of people say but we weren't really doing much with it but we, we did keep the ball and we had the possession stats 84% the first half and then the derby came into it and then it was down to 77% in the second half but the fact is that what I was quite impressed with is that they stacked to the game pan they didn't change they just carried on what they're doing and they didn't panic or get frustrated now sometimes we've seen the scenario where after a while if it's not working they try and they do something not so different that doesn't work and next minute and you can see that's what Rowett wanted we get hit on the break so we, we, we fluff it they get hit on the break and next minute we're 2-0 down but that didn't happen today did it? No but he, that is very clever tactics and I thought we, we did our normal thing we, we 
all down the wings we raided we came across but I think that we've got a weakness in receiving the ball more pay when it's played into him he's not laying it off he's getting angry and I, that's got to change I think Shabu would have been better to play in there but I, th- I was very impressed with the way we played tonight I thought it was really good and I thought we controlled midfield I liked it when Josh came on did uh, Woodsy go off because he, he got a book in I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not sure. You know, I was, I was just too busy. Sort of, I couldn't see around the, around the, around the back of the bus. Personally, <laughs> he played really well. But I think when Josh came on, it creates more penetration, creates more chances. I thought Romain Sawyer's was really creative as well, and I thought Nico Nianaris was tremendous too. So I thought all round we were really good. We just lacked the cutting edge, which has been the problem all year. Got to mention the fact uh, Saturday the 14th, our next home game, our next home game here at Griffin Park. We got Bobby Booker. We're going to have ex Brentford, well, utility player, defender, and all sorts of stuff. Bob Booker is going to be with us in the boozer. If you go to brabisotte.com and hopefully by tomorrow morning, so the morning, you will um, you will see a. Um, a banner up there and you can just click on the banner and you can get all the information that you want to about Bobby Booker coming to Griffin Park and chatting Bobby Booker unfiltered completely and utterly unfiltered Bobby Booker he'll be telling it as it is he's going to be in the boozer before the Millwall game so all come down it's free it's a besotted event there's going to be all sorts of stuff there's going to be beers for people to drink and it's going to be a right good laugh so check that out besotted.com we'll tell you more about that in a bit but just coming back to this game today uh, I'm just quite frustrated because you know when you see a team out there that you should be able to beat it's very frustrating when you don't beat them We've played, I think, nine games this season. Forget about the cup games, cup schmup games. We've had nine league games this season. And uh, I have to say that Derby are, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst team that we have played this season. Now, when you play a team that is the worst team, you expect to beat them. And it's not an arrogant thing. It's just like, come on. You know, we played the ball about, but we didn't quite have the cutting edge to do it. So after this game, I'm gutted. More gutted probably than I'm with the Forest game where... We probably should have beaten them, but they had a couple of chances and they scored a couple of worldies. This game here, Derby offered nothing. They got a goal very early on and then they just sat back. Now, how do we deal with this? Because when teams, we had this problem a few seasons ago, teams used to come to Brentford, just sit and park the bus and we really struggled to break them down, didn't we? I'm glad I don't have to watch Derby every week. Uh, it would drive my nuts in. It really would. I mean, why Gary Roller is regarded as a good manager, I don't know. Because, I mean, this Derby team, the Birmingham team that he had, still played exactly the same way. Bunch of bunch of cloggers. And, uh, gosh, I'm glad I don't have to watch them every week. Just to correct you, Bill, though, we've played ten games this season and we've got eight points um, in the league. And we are currently fifth off the bottom. And I've said previously on this podcast, that we've got you know we've got to judge where we are after 10 games and I think where we are is probably about right in the league we play lovely football we get lots of possession we're doing really well on our chances um, but we're not converting our, our XG is gone for a Burton um, um, which Burton did lost, lost again tonight I don't know quite where we where we go. I mean, you know, in a moment of frustration, the last time I think you spoke to me, I said we ought to be bearing it long. I wasn't really serious about that. But yes, you were. 
but we do need to actually think about what our plan B is. There was no real plan B tonight. We changed around the team. We put out different players after 60, 70 minutes. We didn't actually make much difference to the way that we scored. And Watkins took his goal, took his chance, but it was about the one of th- only three good chances we had. Well, to be fair, I'm going to sorry, I'm going to sorry to interrupt you. I have to correct you on that one. To be fair, the ball did come down from Joseph soon, who had a quite start off with, but in the end he did get down the flank, he beat the player, he came in, he crossed the ball in, he curved it in so it didn't actually go to the keeper, and we got the goal. So if you, you've got to say that Joseph Hoon, who was a sub, actually changed the game. No, I don't think... It, well, he did because he, he provided that cross, but actually when he came on, he didn't actually produce that much more than Josh Clark or any of the others had done. He set up the goal, though. You've got to give him a bit of credit. I'll give, it, I'll give him credit for setting up the goal. What I won't do is saying that he didn't actually change dramatically the way that we played. We managed... We scored from that third chance and we, we got it, you know. And that's not good enough. That's not good enough in the long run. We're going to be struggling all season at that rate. Oh, the liberal liberals called it. So the liberals basically saying that we're going to be in and around the relegation zone all season. Laney, do you agree with him? Um, it might not be a million miles away from how it pans out. Um, we're still way too good to go down. I think um, the way I think like, after taking stock after ten games, I think I can say with some confidence that we are some way short of where we thought we were at the beginning of the season. I know that sounds a bit bloody obvious, but what, what I mean by that is um, we, are, we, need, we, we, are, we are like one or two seasons away from being contenders, I think. So, so what do you think about Matt Benham's tweet? I mean, how do you interpret that? Because that, that, that was a definite message going out to the fans and people out there, wasn't it? Well, before the season? No, oh, the tweet that he put out today. Uh, so, Matt, so Matt Benham put a tweet now. Yeah, the tweet when he talked about the, the, the creating the, the excellent chances and, and the moaners must be watching a different game. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't create that many chances to be fair. I mean, we you know, but I, I kind of I do agree that we're a young, hungry team. That that that's that's indisputable. And I, I you know, as Nick said earlier, I'd rather be a Brentford fan watching Brentford football than a Derby fan watching Derby football. You know, I, I think we're we're lacking um, the right the right killer ball today. We were lacking the killer ball at the right time. Morpe was 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 like subtly suggesting where he wanted the ball to be played, and Woods wasn't delivering. In it, um, McEachran was was probably the guy that could have come on and maybe delivered that ball, but I'm not quite sure what I get with McEachran. So, you know, I, I do I do what I do understand what you're saying, but I hear what you're saying, um, and, the, and I hear what you're saying because you're thinking that okay, fair enough, we didn't create the chances, but. Let's look at the bigger picture here, you know. Benham's obviously saying something to the fans. Is he saying something about our potential? Is he saying something about our side? Is he, he's obviously putting a message out there because he doesn't normally do that after a game. No, no, it, it, it's right. But I think, um, I think we, we are, we, we, we're, we're shorter than where I think he thought we would be at this stage. We're, we're lacking one or two ingredients. We're, we're waiting for V-Bay to come back um, to give us another option. Maybe sometimes we need need to um, put Ollie Watkins a little bit further so he gives us a bit more aerial presence. Um, we, we're knock, we were knocking it long to Morpay a couple of times where he, he couldn't get his head to it and he couldn't hold it up. No, nothing's Morpay's fault. I, I don't necessarily think. I think he's getting the wrong service. I think we're, we're lacking a leader as well in the middle at the moment. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I, again, you know, I, I'm I'm not I'm not unhappy that we we played lovely football tonight, but we're just we're just not at that stage where we we are actually challenging. We're we're a long way short of that. Not in terms of the way we play, but in terms of our experience. We are a very young team, and I think next it's, it's about next year. I think we all thought it was about this year but it's probably about next year we're not going down and we're going to see some really good football some people are going to find it frustrating because they're expecting some some more end products but I think the end product may not come this season this is the besotted pride of West London podcast we on the opponent side we got a point today we didn't lose so we're picking up points and we're slowly creeping up the table to a certain extent which is all good Saturday big game got Borough on Saturday we're not expected to win that as an away game Borough has spent loads of money they've got loads of parachute money and you know they've had a bit of a so-so season so we'll have to see how it goes big day out for us we always love going up to Borough it's always a good laugh so if you get down to Baker Street they've got the orange pit market there which is if you went to Huddersfield a couple of seasons ago or last season we had the older the food and beer festival they've got a similar one at Huddersfield Borough so we'll be there at Borough Baker Street on Saturday I'll see you out there outside the Twisted Lip but as we say Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com this podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network TalkSport powered by fans